What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, V Henny, man. You already know the vibes. Welcome to the artistry where we talk shit about music, entertainment, and the everyday struggles. And we have a dope person in the building, recording artist, content creator. He's just a dope individual in itself, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. We have motherfucking young Zave in the Yo. building. The one and only. What's up? How you doing? I'm great. I'm I'm super excited to be here. Again, I mentioned prior, absolutely thrilled to be here on your platform. Again, I've 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 checked out your work. I'm a fan. Thank you. Thank you. That's dope. I mean, you know, coming from like like I said, from Chicago, Illinois, and just to you know, like you speaking of the fact that you're a fan and that I'm a fan of your work. I've been I've been, you know what, doing some research on you and learning like certain things about you made me even more of a fan of like of just that. I love how in tune you are just within the culture. Thank you. You know? You. Um definitely continue striving is dope. You have appreciate dope it. you have dope energy. Thank you. Likewise. Of Thank course, you. Of course. Like I appreciate I said, that. Happy to be here. Absolutely. That's dope. That's the how um how we've been treating you over here, like us New Yorkers. I mean like like I said, I mean I've I've been here a million times, mm-hmm. you know, I've just comp- contemplated so many times moving out here. Okay, like, this is the this is the vibe. Like I've had, uh, it all started. I had a couple really close fans that okay. were out here, and like every time I come out here, I just literally stay with them to the point where like they're like really? family. So yeah, I'm out here all the time. So like New York in a way, like again, I've never earned that that title where it's like that's my home, but mm-hmm. in a way that feels like a second home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's dope. Okay, I didn't. That's. That's actually yeah. dope so that like, you build like your, my, you know? My whole team that I'm out here with uh-huh. stuff like that, like, I, I could call myself their Sherpa. Like, I'm leading them around. Yeah, yeah, around yeah. Because yeah. like <laughs> I know where everything is. You know what I mean? Like, I've been out here sometimes. So. so what's your, like, your go-to spot every time you come out here? I mean, you you got to do the tourist things in the sense of, especially when you're with people. Mm-hmm. And I live vicariously through that where it's just like, let me show you, let me show you, yeah, let me show yeah, you. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, my favorite thing, and, and we went by today, is, like, Radio City Music Hall. Cause okay. Because that's... That's gonna be my spot. I, I, like right now, manifesting that. Like I'm definitely gonna play there one day, and uh, I, I can see it. I look forward to that. I'm, I'm very big on the power of manifestation. So mm-hmm. you know, once you put your mind into it, yes, you of know, course. you will be there. So I, I can see it. Mm. Um, again, like just diving into your music, you're very versatile. You know, for those that don't know, originally you were a filmmaker. You know, and then you um dived into content creator like with YouTube. Yeah. Um, and you decided to dive into music as a joke. Literally, yeah. And it was so funny yeah. because look where you're at now, you understand? Yeah. You know, can we discuss the transition of that? Absolutely. I mean, what, what would you like to start in I general, want to know man? just like overall, like how did you manage going from filmmaker to, I mean, I can see the content creator kind of goes hand in hand, mm-hmm. but just from being like, you know, just the content creator to transitioning into being this artist. Yeah. Because although you are creating content, but it's just still different in a sense as, you know, like it's, you're diving into like a, a culture of hip hop, yeah. you know, although you consider yourself that fake hip hop rapper or that fake rapper, yeah, exactly. you would say, yeah. you know, but I just want to know, like, was it an easy transition? Was it something that was just smooth? You know, yeah. like things like that. I mean, I, I have a couple answers to that. Okay. I think the two in general is is one. I definitely put in work to this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, it's not something, and you know this better than anyone. You you can have a talent to something, mm-hmm. but you also have to put in that time. You know, and that's why there's a difference between my music from 2017 to now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Is, is there's there's a development arc there, and the reason why is simply because I've done that. You know, and I'm working on that. And even from now, five years from now, and we looking back, like huge transition in yeah. terms of creative. 
Um, but no, when it came to like music and that transition of filmmaking and stuff like that, like sure, I'm a creative individual. I've always been, so mm. it kind of makes sense. Um, but at the same time, it's like looking back, it's almost like how was I not into music? You know, like it's always been there. And it was one of those things you're just like in me. And then once I just awakened that, it was just that's it. That's mm. game over, you know, for me. When you were like decided to do like, I guess, a, a, a track. Yeah. Was it like a parody or like just actual like a song in itself? Well, uh, initially, for those who don't know, essentially, it was a YouTube like vlog series that I was doing. So mm-hmm. I went to film school mm-hmm. for a year. That was my whole thing my entire life. Okay. I was like film, 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 like literally since I was like in fifth grade. It okay. was just I want to make movies, you know, okay. so had that all the way in mind, got accepted to film school, went for a first year. First day I walked in, just knew that wasn't for me. You know, and I still love film. Like, I'm still involved in, like, the editing process okay. and stuff like that. It's just that that just wasn't it. You know, something didn't satiate that creative need. And it wasn't until that first day where I created music, where I was creating YouTube videos. And I went out to Milwaukee. Little road trip. It's content. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Something exciting. And at the same time, I was just like, let me create a song and just hide it, basically. Let me create a song mm-hmm. and hide it underneath the YouTube video. You know, okay. YouTube videos need music, right? You can't mm-hmm. just have some silent background. So I was like, let me create a song, hide it, and then see if anybody notices. But then I created it, and it was, you know, it wasn't a parody, like, let me make a joke of it. It was more along the lines, like, I didn't take myself seriously, okay. but I'm still writing about something that I'm, like, oh, it was about a girl. You know what gotcha. I mean? Like, something okay. like that. So it was still true to me, which, again, like I said, with that fake hip-hop thing, mm-hmm. that's all I can do is be true to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, in the line that I always throw out is, like, I can't rap about, you know, hundreds and Bentleys because I, I don't have that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't yeah. rap about that. That's not my thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I, and that's why I appreciate the fact of, like, your sound. I had someone else listen to your music, and they mm. was just like, yo, I fuck with it. Oh, fine. So they was just like, you know, it's a, you know, I like him. I was mm. like, yo, I really do enjoy, like, not only the sound, but again, just, like, looking at your work in itself, you're very organized. And it's like you're an... You're an established artist, and it's rare to see a lot of up-and-coming artists. Mm. Like, you literally started taking a series in 2017, correct? I mean, in a way, yeah, right? Okay. I mean, with, like, the branding concept. The branding yeah. concept and yeah. everything. So, if you look at it, it's you did this really quick, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, I, For me, I'm saying that because I, I've known so many artists who's been in this industry for a very long time, and they're not put together the way you are. Appreciate that. So I think that's dope. Did you take, like, how did you go about taking the time and branding yourself? Like, learning all these aspects of mm-hmm. what you need to do to become that established artist. Yeah, I mean, to, to say in terms of that taking it seriously thing, I wouldn't say that was until, like, 2019 with my 2019? first album. 2019, okay. But, I mean, I get what you're saying in terms of the day one, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Literally day zero, if you want to. When I first created that song, it was, like, the idea of, like... As a fake artist, you know, I look at people like you, you're a veteran, you know what I mean? Like you, you have a lot more experience in this realm of the culture than I do by far tenfold. And the way I look at it is like, I don't really understand the music thing. I don't really understand this hip hop thing, but I understand how people work and psychology. And I understand the concept of what people buy into, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, you can listen to a song, you know, as a consumer, you and I is, we can listen to a song and it's just end to end interaction. You listen to it, good song, bad song. But for me, it was like, Outside of that, how do I keep that interaction going? And mm. for me, it's not to get people invested in a song, but to get people invested into what Young Zave is, right? Yes. It's the idea of if I want to make a rock song, if I want to make a hip-hop song, if I want to make just basically anything, because I don't know what I want to make yet. Mm-hmm. If I want to make whatever it is, it's the idea of just that brand is me. It's so, not a sound. So would you 
That was so. Would you consider yourself saying like? Do you feel like you found that sound of yourself? Like, um, uh, like your sound? Like, or you're still in search of it? I, I think I'm always gonna be in search of it. You okay. know, I think you get that question of like, let's say Kanye, where it's like, I miss the old Kanye. That's like a yeah. thing, right? And it's like because we're artists, we're human beings, and mm-hmm. I think with with people like us we grow as people and we grow mm-hmm. as, as songwriters in turn. Like I, I, my music is narrative driven. It's about what's going on in my life. So mm-hmm. if I'm changing and evolving, that's, what's going to happen to my music. I assume, you know what I mean? I'm still so premature in that journey where I don't know the answer to that, but I will say that in terms of right now in this present moment, I do feel like I'm finding a little bit more of my sound opposed okay. to whatever it is comparisons I've gotten in the past. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm kind of dabbling in more genres that, are fine-tuned with my own ear and what I like. What what comparisons have you gotten? Oh, like the G-Eazy. Yeah, okay. um, Does it bother you when you get, like, certain comparisons like that? No, I mean, from day one, I think that's kind of what got me into music. Okay. What happened was I was in a studio in Milwaukee. I recorded a song, and I never told anybody I was doing that. Mm -hmm. And nobody would have ever assumed that I would make music. I was in a studio, and I put it on Snapchat, just, just recording around the room as my song was playing that I just recorded. And I got all these blue boxes of people hitting me up that were like, yo, that's fire. Is that is that G-Eazy's new song? Stuff like that. And like the way I take that is like I could show my music to any of my friends. Mm-hmm. And again, if they're good friends, you know, they'll be honest. If they're good friends, they'll lie. You know what I mean? Like they'll yeah. tell me different things based on they don't want to hurt my feelings. But when strangers are reaching out and saying, hey, that's fire. And they don't know that I have any attachments to that sound. That's like honesty if you take yeah. that. So yeah, I got the Jeezy thing for a bit, and I and I get it. But at the same time, I think I think that's 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 part of it. People put things in boxes, and I think as an artist, I grow out of that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I don't I don't mind it. So speaking of boxes, like, do you feel like you've overcome any boundaries you have set for yourself? Um, in in what regard? Because I mean, I, I, there's just nothing but boxes in this industry. You know, there that? is nothing <laughs> but boxes in this industry. But like, I guess we just within your career as an artist, like. You know, like, um, what's where do you see yourself? What are what like what are some things that you found yourself doing as far as co- stepping out of your comfort zone, things yeah. like that? I mean, the way we'll talk about it, you started off about like how I've mentioned a million times, like this started as a joke in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I call this the longest running joke because, like, when like back in Chicago, we have these staple venues that are like the spots that everybody plays at when you're doing something. Like all these established artists have started there in a way. Okay, and like. I'm hitting those spots, headlining those shows and stuff like that. So, like, that's one for sure where, like, you wouldn't have expected that. You know, like, as an artist right now sitting in this chair, there's so many things that I need to do where it's just, like, I'm I'm nothing right now. I got to work, you know. But, like, if we look back in 2017, like, I'm my own hero in a way. It's, like, mm. if you would have told me, like, the things I'm doing, like, for example, something as small as sitting here talking to you right now, that's, that's a milestone. That's okay. something to celebrate. You know what I mean? Like 2017, when I made a little song and put it on SoundCloud, like you don't expect those things. So I think even right now, it's stepping out of my box in a way. That's dope. How, what's your writing process like? I mean, it always changes. I think for me, it's like, like right now, I'm in a point in my life where I can't write anything just because okay. there's no change in my life. Okay. I, like, I have, and I think it's gotten to the point where it's like, uh, have you ever heard of like the Van Gogh syndrome as an artist where it's like, yeah, I, I, I need that, that pain. I need that heartbreak. Mm. I have, I need to have a chip on my shoulder or something. Okay. Someone needs to piss me off or break my heart basically for mm. me to write something. And it's a bad thing, but it's, I mean, that's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? And I'm sure my friends will laugh about it, but it's, no, I, it's, listen, it's a thing. It's a thing. It, it definitely is a thing. Cause I, I used to be an artist, right? Mm-hmm. So my, like, I feel like. Like the moments that I had good music was when I was going through something. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's just that I don't know what it is with the, that, like that heartbreak yeah. or like that pain is motivation, whatever yeah. you know. Like for me, so I can understand. It's just you know, I guess it's the push, exactly. taking that negative into a positive. Mm. You know, so I can see that. You know, I, I I was just like I said, like listening to it. I just wanted to know, like, are you the type? Even when you do like this, like the moments that when you were writing music, like. Are you the type that you need to listen to the instruments first? Or okay. like, is it something where you, you know, you just, at the moment, you need to, you're, you're, you're going through some sort of pain and you're writing it out without, you know, mm-hmm. acapella in a sense, you know, yeah. like, or you do your freestyle. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, in more that realm, I think it's it's a little bit both of like the former, okay. uh, what you said in terms of like, I can have an idea of something that I'm trying to get across and then mm-hmm. produce that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or I can have it where something's produced or, you know, I produce something that's just, it has this sound and this feeling that evokes something and I got to add words to that. You know what I mean? Um, in terms of like the freestyle and stuff like that, like, you know, it's it just, it varies so much in terms of where I'm at. Okay. Sometimes it's the beat first. Sometimes it's, it's words on paper that I need to add okay. something. So um, I haven't necessarily found the formula yet. Gotcha. Know? Gotcha. I know you're working on a sophomore album, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I saw something on, I, I believe on Instagram, and you wrote like the final chapter. Mm-hmm. So like when you say yeah. the final chapter, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, wait. So are you like completely done? Like yeah. what's what like 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 with music? Like uh-huh. like this is your last album? Like you know that's that's a question that one I ask myself, and I definitely when I, when you throw things out there like that, mm-hmm. people definitely react. I'm sure for for sure piggybacking off of the idea of. The marketing aspect of this is my last, you know, okay. people kind of make sure to tune in. Yeah. Um, but not even for that reason. I think recently I just kind of discovered is I spent a year. I mean, with, we know what 2020 was. Mm-hmm. We know what a year that was. And me being an introspective person and, and that being tenfold because I'm sitting with myself even more. How crazy. I mean, it just takes someone eating a bat and the whole world changes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we don't know what tomorrow is. So I think with this next album, I basically spent a year just trying to be in that mindset where it's like, if tomorrow's my last day, what is that like? So okay. when I say the final chapter, the reason why is because I wrote it to be such. Mm, you know, not okay. saying I have, you know, any idea. I know there's going to be tomorrow. The sun's going to come up or whatever, but it's just more along the lines. I wrote it with this concept of like, if this was my last piece of work, what would that be like? So gotcha. I've always had a plan what's next and I don't have a plan because this is where I spent my time is like, you know, how do I say bye to my mom? How do I say bye to my dad? Stuff yes. like that. You know, that's that's how it is. So, okay. of course, I'll make music after. But in terms of an album, it has to make sense. It has to you make know, sense. You don't just make a, you know, if you have a couple, you got all these great movies right here. You know what I mean? You don't just make a sequel because, you know, the money's there. Some people do. Yeah. I'm not. But okay. the story has to make sense. So, mm, so what's your, okay, so, so what are you expecting as far as like you, like as an artist, mm-hmm. like, you know, like you said, in order for me to make another album, it needs to make sense. Yeah. You're not you're not in it for the money. Mm-hmm. So what's your expectations? I, I think for me, it's just I need to see where life goes. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm definitely juicing this album out in terms okay. of, you know, music video for every song type thing. Uh, 90 days after the video, I mean, the, the album releases, I'm doing a remix deluxe edition where it's like a night edition where every okay. single song's reworked. And, you know, I'm, I'm really just trying to juice out this album. I mean, it's it's tattooed on my leg. I've never done that with something. You know mm, what I mean? Like okay. manifesting like this, this is a special project for me, you know? Dope. So okay. um, just really, really leaning into these punches for it. How many um, tracks are we we're 13. looking at? 13. 13. And I know with your videos on... Each video, music video, has like a tie to one another, correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so like yeah. doing this album, like creating this, like thirteen 
tracks, right? Mm. We're looking at. Um, we know that as an artist, we tend to over record. Mm. You know, so <laughs> yeah. how it's like, are you like, are you done with the project or are you still recording? Definitely done. Definitely. Done. So how did you go about picking which track will make the, you know, the album and which yeah. ones are like. I think uh, to talk about this album, you have to talk about its its predecessor, which was my first album, After Dark. Those two go together, right? You have After Dark, which is the the night, right? The going out, the partying, that rambunctious, like craziness, you know mm. what I mean? And then the next day is that hangover, right? Dead by Dawn mm. is the name of the album. So um, when it came to recording, like with After Dark, I had a very, very clear vision of what each song would sound like and what I wanted that cycle of the night to look like. For the past two years, I've been thinking about this album and had no idea what that would look like with the track listing. So what that was is just kind of just going with it. And then it's the pieces started filling in. So I know I'm definitely, if anything, I feel like I'm a little bit under. I wanted to keep the time. So the time's at 40 minutes okay. by track 11. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. It's by 30 minutes by track 11. The whole thing's 40 minutes. Um, After Dark was 15 records. And I feel like it's under a little bit, but I just feel like, I just tied a bow on it in February, end of January, and I just I got to leave that be for what that life was okay. at the time. Like even you know I bring it up several times where it's like I want to add a song or two or this type of vibe, but it's just again like you said that over recording like it's a timestamp of my life. Mm. I can't touch that. Gotcha. You know what I just realized that um, we've been speaking and we haven't made a toast. We have not made a toast. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I've been looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> I just we realized yes. that. So Absolutely. I know, I know. Um, you know, I just want to say to you know, like again, thank you for taking the time being here. You know, um, dope individual. You know, um, I look forward to listening to this project. Appreciate. That. I really do. Um, so cheers to you. Congratulations Absolutely. on everything you've you. succeeded on, and thank let's you. continue. Likewise. You know, making these moves. Mm. It's actually a smooth. You are I right. told you. Yeah, I was. That yeah. was good. That was good. Ooh, that's that rum, that Jamaican <laughs> rum. <laughs> but not going back to your project. So mm. I know you're releasing it what in July, correct? No, so that's it's coming in uh, in October. So it's October. Some ways I'm out. sorry, it's you're right. Out. July, yeah. you're. Doing... I have a second single. That's what. It, yes. Yeah. So yes. no, it's some ways out. When I when I tell people about the album, it's definitely like, man, it's the end of the year. But like. For me, that's like next week. It's gonna fly by. People so, don't realize time <laughs> time goes quickly. By. You yeah, know, I mean, with this, with this, the you know mess I made the first single. Like mm-hmm. I made that last year, and and I remember being like, I'm gonna drop that in May, and it's like mm. that's 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 tomorrow. You know, like tomorrow's Christmas, basically. Like, yeah, everything's just so fast with you know everything how how it's going, especially as an artist. It just you look at a calendar and it's just like, how did we get here already? So are you looking to like, let's just say, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's look at yeah. this album, right? The second album drops and this, you know, I'm going to take it as that it's numbers will do well. Mm-hmm. You're going to do amazing with this and everything. Yeah. Um, they come to you they're you know, like, Hey, we're offering a, like a distribution deal or mm-hmm. something. Are you open to that? I mean, you know this too is the distribution deals are a little bit better. They're yeah. very rare in terms very of very rare, but I I'm mean, just those three sixties are rough. <laughs> um, you know, that that's tough. That's definitely tough in terms of uh I think the thing that works for me is the fact that I'm so in control of everything I want to do. And I've always been end to end in terms of not only the music, which I feel like is the bare minimum. Like I feel like as a creative, my visuals, my storytelling, my branding have been here as a beginning artist. And my, like, realistically, my music was here. Mm. You know, it wasn't terrible, but it, it, it's just, I think this stuff carried me. Okay. Now I feel like, and I'm confident where my music, I feel, has moved up a bit. Okay. So what so, was, like, some of the steps you took to get your music there? Just doing it, man. Just you doing know, it? Just doing it and loving it. I think okay. that's the thing, you know. So when it comes to 
if, if you know a record label to reach out mm-hmm. i think there's there's two questions i need to ask myself okay is one what what where's my specific goal at that time mm-hmm. you know what's the point of releasing something again i i tell music i write music because i want to be heard and i have something that i want to share and especially this record which is pretty cynical I'm hoping that I can share these thoughts that are in my head and somebody can relate to that. Mm, If signing to a label is a way to amplify that and potentially reach someone that can listen to it and, Mm. you know, my goal, maybe, right? And then also, too, the creative freedom. I work with incredible individuals. You know, you have, you know, people like, you know, these guys, Adrian, John, Sky, like those, that's my team. You know what I mean? Those are my guys. And it's like, I work with these great guys and it's like, how do I elevate them too? And how do I do that? You know, mm. when you get a record label involved, there's a lot of hands in the pot. Yes. And I want to keep the people that have really helped me in that pot. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. You know, I know again, you, you, you're out here in New York, New Jersey. Um, you actually met up with another dope artist, Edwards. Yes. You're we're so I, you guys are doing a, a song together. Mm-hmm. Will that be part of the album? Yeah, or? that's the leaded single. So okay. like the craziness has just begun. You know okay. what I mean? Like when that that drops and it's uh it's it begins. You know, so okay. something that I've worked you know a year on is like this is where it all starts. So. Yeah, with Edwards, mess I've made. So I'm, damn, I'm like curious, like what? So like you guys, <laughs> I'm like curious on yeah, the yeah. sound, like what? What? what like, yeah, yeah, how's the sound on that? Like, or what's the the song about? Yeah, I mean that that's one of those funny things where it's you have something that's super upbeat, right? Mm-hmm. You have a little guitar, which has kind of like been a, a definitely a common denominator in the album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know those those hard hitting 808s and stuff like that, and it's it's very upbeat, but in reality, it's it's kind of very pessimistic. It's a oh. very negative song in a way. You know okay. what I mean? But like. The music doesn't suggest that, which is always very interesting. It's yeah. one of those things that I, as an artist, feel confident where you can listen to it, you know, in your car, in your headphones, hell, even at a club, and you still don't even realize that that's happening. So, um, Edwards brings a lot of energy in terms of, I mean, he's just, yeah. he's Edwards, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's a swagger that you just can't replicate. Okay. And then I think for me, too, that kind of, like, more melodic rap kind of, but then also flexing on that rap a little bit, you know, so... Uh, just culmination. How do you go about like wanting to work with uh, like other artists? Yeah. Um, before I feel like it was a lack of my own ability. Okay. Whereas again, I, I have to work with people that I'm fans of, mm-hmm. but it was more like, like my first album had a bunch of features. There was probably more features on that album than just songs of me. And the reason okay. why is because there was, it was about the art for me and it was about telling the story and I couldn't do that by myself. So mm. I needed, I needed certain people to sing hooks, do things like that. This album is majority me and every single feature on this record is just because I like these artists. When did you start developing your confidence within, uh, within yourself as an artist? I mean, technically as, as like a rapper day one, right? You'll take okay. it like that, right? I made it, I made a song and I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be a rock star. Like I literally believe like the next day I was going to be like, the okay. next big thing. Like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. delusion, you know, and I always say that in interviews, like embrace the delusion. It's like the, the, the story of my career. Okay. Right? Um, but in terms of like at this point where it's like, I can make, you can play a beat right now and I can make a rap song, like no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, that confidence probably came in, you know, 2019, 2020. Okay. In terms of the new sound where it's like a little bit more of the singing and melodic stuff. I mean, in this album, there's jazz, there's, there's punk rock. There's like everything that stuff. I'm a little bit more new to, it's like rapping all over again, where I'm like, I have to build that confidence. But in the rap, I'd say probably right after, after dark. Out of the 13 tracks you have, which one would you say you were like your most vulnerable? 
like so oh that's that's an easy question it's track number 12 it's called lemonade porch okay i think about the the record as like a movie that's how okay. i always visualize my music is visual right visually first in terms of like what if i close my eyes what does this look like on a screen okay you know so track number 12 is lemonade porch i consider it the last song on the album track 13 is what i call the end credits it's okay like once the movie's over what that's like but easily track number 12 okay and your least favorite on the record, mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're asking me which ones my least favorite. My kids, you know, we got to cover this some is your ears kids, right here. But you know, you have um, certain kids, and you're no, like, no, oh, definitely, I would say, you probably, wasn't my uh, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you love them, but yeah, no, I feel you. Um, probably track number, uh, I believe it's ten. It's okay, TV screens. I have a. Uh, one of my video guys loves that song, but it's just, uh, you know, maybe because I'm not so confident in it. I, I love it, but it's okay. just, it's it's new. You know? How long did it take you to um to create this project? Um, I mean, technically, I had the, the name of the project before I even dropped my first album. But actually, like, beginning opening up, like, a Logic folder and mm-hmm. creating a project file, um, May of last year, so a year. Yeah. Okay. A year, yeah. Okay. The struggles of a, uh, of a starving artist, right? We already know what it is to be an artist. It's yeah. very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and, you know, it's, you know, again, when you're a creator... It's just it's not um, a stable job in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but like, it can be, it can be discouraging. So, give us a moment where you were in a state of discouragement, and you know you're proud of overcoming. Yeah, I mean, I think if this this question is more so for the viewers that watch, in terms of anyone who wants to relate to this, I mean, it's every day. You know what I mean? I think there's that moment, right? Okay. You could feel like you're on top of the world, but every single day there's that 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 gnawing in the back of your head where it's okay. like, what am I doing here? You know, like I, I do this full time, so I don't have a, a nine to five. Um, this is this is like how I live. This is how I eat. So it has to do very well. And we actually talked about this earlier today as I was walking around downtown with my group and stuff like that and talking about uh, there isn't a ceiling to this. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, that's the fun thing is there's unlimited potential as okay. an artist. But also, if if I don't hit my mark, I'm not eating. There's yeah. no, you know, like <laughs> I'm not making any money. So, um, no, I think I think the 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 short answer is literally every day. You know, mm. that there's that thought that comes, but I think the importance is that that overcoming that, right? Taking your victories of like, you know, what you are doing and understanding that there is growth, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully, if you're doing it well, exponentially. Yeah. How long have you been doing this, like full time? Um, since I'd say February of last year. Okay. Yeah. That's a great feeling, right? February. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's incredible to feel like I'm on like this, like endless summer break. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's super dope. I, same here. Like, you know, it's to, to work a nine to five. I don't knock yeah. it, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it's, um, you know, it's, it's just a blessing when you, 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 you do something that you love, Yeah. you know, have you found yourself at like moments where you love what you do, but you, you don't like certain things? Of course. Yeah. I mean, even even recording music, like, I'm so happy that I don't have to record anything for the rest of okay. the Okay. I've had people reach out for features. I've, I love making music because, but then again, it's like, it's such a part of me where it's just like, it's, it's, it's draining, you know, okay. like, I love it, but I don't like it. You know okay. what I mean? I have such a hate love relationship with music okay. um, where it's just like, sometimes I just want to do it. And sometimes like, it, it feels like a chore. Have you ever had a moment where life com- like really hit you hard? And you was just at, you was at your peak where, like, you was just very close to just calling it quits. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? This whole album. This whole album? <laughs> this whole album. So what made you not, yeah. what's the bigger picture? What's your why? I, I think the injustice to myself and that delusion of, I think this needs to be heard. And I think, I, I think 
if I stopped right in this very moment, I leave here and I say, I'm done making music, it just drops there. Mm. Sure, you'll get the every now and then or maybe people will reach out on like Instagram being like, hey, I haven't seen anything new in a while, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like at the end of the day, if I stop right now, that's it. So I think the only way to do justice to my previous self and just the art in itself and what I'm, what I'm trying to do and say, mm-hmm. I just have to keep going. You know, so, yeah. When did you start realizing that you are a brand? Mm. You're, you know, like, because I feel like some people are so caught up with the fact of, yeah, I'm just an artist. I'm, I want to have fun. But not realizing that you are a brand. This is yeah. a business. Yeah, so course. when did this hit, like, that moment hit you? In, in terms of a brand, like I said, I, I mean, I very much mean that, like, because the music was lacking. But, I mean, April 28, 2017, that first day I stepped in a studio and created a song and was like, I'm going to do this. I knew that I was a brand. So right there, right there yes. and then you just decided yes. like, okay. Of course. But now there's a difference in terms of like a business brand. Mm-hmm. If that's the question you're yes. asking. Um, definitely, definitely of recent, right? You're doing this full time. This is, uh, you know, I don't think anybody, I mean, people do, but I don't do this for money. But at the same time, it's like, if I can get a bag on something, I'll get a bag on something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to understand that too, you know, like the business aspect, if that answers both of that. So no, it does, since it does. the brand, the aesthetic, the what is Young Zave, the, you know, what is this sound, day one. But in terms of like my business aspect and getting that right, yeah, since since the beginning of 2020. Okay, yeah. okay. Like, I know when you mentioned now, going back to your, like the days where you were doing like filmmaking, yeah. Um, you know, you went to school and you found yourself saying to yourself like you know like it's not for it's not for you yeah but what made what like what hit you what was that moment because yeah. i'm like how is it that you were just doing filmmaking and then you you wanted yeah. to go to school for this and it hit you i mean i think that's a it's a funny thing that i've never dived too much into but like the answer is i i didn't say i was the most excited human being in the world mm-hmm. woke up that day woke up walked to to class you know downtown chicago took an elevator up Sat in a chair, didn't speak a word to anybody, didn't have any interaction yet. Super thrilled, ecstatic, sit down, and it just hit me. I knew. Mm. And I think my answer to that, because I don't have a logical answer as to why, what it was, what was, you know, what changed that, right? Such a tectonic shift, right? That's my whole life right there, right? You have this whole path that I have written out and all of a sudden just shifts. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even making music yet, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like there was a love for this and a love for this and this contemplation. It was just... I love this. And then all of a sudden just gone. And I think for me, one, I'm a super rational person. Okay. Um, but I also think that ties in the fact that I'm, I'm a huge um, believer in the idea of destiny and fate. And I think sometimes things align in the stars that just, it was meant to be. Okay. I think something somewhere told me that this is where you didn't belong. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, it, I, I think it's for the better. You know mm. what I mean? I, I wouldn't be here if I was still on that path. So you didn't, like you didn't finish school at, at all? Like, I, I did, did the you? first year. Okay. Um, I definitely did the first year. You spend way too much money to be in that class. Yeah. Like it was like 40 <laughs> grand for a year. Yes. I mean, it's funny, you know, our industry is like you pay way beyond and we're, you know, the potential of making this, you know, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, no, I finished that first year and I, I definitely built relationships and, and I took things with me as a human being that I needed. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was just, it was just that one year. Do you, Read a lot, like books. Yeah, or, I read yeah? A lot. Yeah, yeah. What's a book that you recommend to like your fans? Oh man, that's that's definitely tough. I'd say as of late because it's the most recent thing I've read, and I'm super obsessed with this human being is okay. uh, the Steve Jobs biography. Okay. Um, I mean, personally, I've taken a lot from that, but I think the idea of like, 
he said it best in like a Stanford address or a Yale address where he was talking about looking forward, all these things that happened in his career, how they didn't make any sense in the moment. But now that he stands on that stage and being Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. the Steve Jobs, looking back, it almost like you can align the dots. And I think life is always like that. And I think that's the biggest takeaway for sure. I have to read that book. Yeah, it's 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 great. Okay. Sure. Have to read it. Um, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Last time I did something for the first time. That's a really good question. Um, the last time I did something, I mean, I, I came here. I think that's a last for the first time. Okay. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm last, like, you can't use that. No, yeah, no, no, you can't. No, you can't. Last for the first time. Um, you know what? No, I, I will say that, uh, man, I don't know how, how deep we can get with this or how simple we can get with it. Uh, I mean, last for the first time. I'm mean, going to have a bunch of QR codes right now around New York. That's a, that's a first. That's dope. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Bunch of QR codes are just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what's the location now? Because I, I want to, when I go to New York, yeah. I want to see if I can take a picture Where of that. We, I think we're at, we're at, so this is a funny one. We're at uh, Dumbo, Brooklyn, right? Okay. You have that whole area. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Super touristy. Yeah. And there's like this, this place you can enter. I think it's like a restaurant, but it's super fancy. And they have this hallway that's filled and there's a bunch of people in the hallway because it leads to the bathrooms and it's like packed. Okay. And there's a bunch of pictures on the, like a famous artist, Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon, stuff mm. like that. And they have like, um, basically like a, a plate name underneath the picture where it was taken, who took it. And uh, I forgot who it was on my team where they were like, we have these QR codes. Let's put it next to that plate. So that whole hallway is dressed with my QR codes next to the plate of like, you know, people people probably scan it and think yeah. it's like you get more information out of it. In reality, it's That's like smart. it's my Spotify playlist. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. That's really smart. Um, I think again, like I mentioned, you're you're a super dope artist. You know, um, very smart. Um, I I I understand that in this industry, not just hip hop, like in the co- like the hip hop culture, but just mm-hmm. in the music industry, you have to work smart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in order to just get places, it's Unfortunately, it's sad to say, it's who you know. Of course, yeah. You definitely, know, definitely, yeah. You know, so I, you know, like, what are your um? Are I know you're big on reaching out to mm, people and stuff yeah. like that, but what about like when it comes to networking? Yeah, you know, um, I know that unfortunately due to the pandemic, a lot of things were you know put on hold. Yeah. But like, how? What were some steps you you've done recently as far as like? putting yourself out there with networking with like bigger names and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for starters. And I think it kind of goes back to an earlier question you asked, like kind of like the things that I'm proud of and you know, the Mm -hmm. boxes that I've overcome is like, even in Chicago, I've never really been in tune with the culture. Okay. I've never really networked in terms Mm. of, which is, which is kind of funny. And it's not like in the sense of like, I am where I am, but I haven't done that. You know why though? Like why? Um, not because I mean I've collaborated with artists and uh-huh. stuff like that. And I'm supportive of you know my peers and stuff like that, of course. But it's just more along the lines of like, you know, with when it came to shows, off the bat is like, how do you get on shows? I didn't know, but I I, I threw a show and you know like in a week, you know, I, I planned, got a venue, artist stuff like that, ticket stuff, and I've always been the very DIY, and it's okay. like I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? I've always been very self reliant on terms of like planning not the executing there's a lot of people that 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 have helped with what i do um but the ex the the planning that out is very um you know diy so i haven't done a lot of that networking thing i'm not very in tune of like what everyone was doing which i you know is a bad thing i could probably accomplish a lot more that Mm -hmm. way or help a lot more but it's also like i take pride in that too is like i've done what i've done without 
any like, you know, there's no A&R, there's no extra, I don't have a manager, I don't have like a publicist, I've just, I've been doing my thing, you know what I mean? So, um, but in terms of recently, what I've been doing is a lot of that reaching out, right? I mean, uh-huh. while we're here today, just that, 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 you know, I have a project that I'm really excited for, and it's, who can I yell that out? And just hope that they listen. Yeah, no, you, you know? definitely, yeah. Um, you know, now that like slowly things are opening up, but you definitely need to network more because mm-hmm. especially that you've been throughout the, you know, throughout the show, you've been mentioning you want to be heard. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. want your music to be heard. You're saying something to everyone, you know, and of then course, and not only yeah. that, a lot of people can relate to your music. Mm-hmm. It's who you know, of course, you know, yeah. and then your network is your net worth, yeah. as cliche as it sounds, yeah. you know. It's true, though. It's true. Yeah, yeah no, it's super true. So, you know, I know for a fact when you, you now you mentioning the fact that you threw your own show, I saw like little clips of that. Yeah. Um, that was amazing, an amazing turnout from what I saw. Thank you. you know, how was that process? Was I, that like, because yeah. I do shows, mm-hmm. so it's not, it's not easy, guys. Yeah. It's not easy. So I yeah. just want to know, like, how was that for you? I mean, the first show I've ever done was, uh, if that's the one we're talking about, I mean, we had tickets and mm-hmm. we, we sold those out. I mean, I, I've been, I've been very, very bad at like, I'm very sporadic, right? Okay. I get an idea and I have to jump on it. So it's like, for example, I'll be like, man, I want to throw a show, right? Go back to 2018 when I threw my first show. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to throw a show. Great. I'm going to do it in 14 days, you know, like, and you throw shows, you know, that like, yeah. you need time, man. There's so many factors and Murphy's law is a real thing. What yeah. can go wrong will go wrong. This is the thing. Yes. Um, but no, definitely when it comes to throwing those shows, like we, we, we sold out those tickets, you know okay. what I mean? Never had an issue since day one with that. And, mm. uh, it, it was, it was a great turnout, but you learn a lot from that. Okay. And I think again, even with my headline shows and like, that's the thing with 2020 is like, now I started having people, these big venues reaching out and saying, hey, we want to pay you to just have a show here. You know what yeah, I mean? I was like, going to ask you, like, yeah. um, you know, with the pandemic, yeah. how, like... That changed things. Yeah, how was that? Um, I think it definitely changed the whole the whole concept. I mean, that was supposed to be my season, right? Mm-hmm. I, I made a short film in the beginning of 2020. I had a headline show um, in February of 2020 at, like, a venue that I always, like, knew about as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, the first place that I tried to reach out to in 2020 to throw a show just because it was the only local venue that I knew. Like they denied me. Cause I was like, who's this guy? You know what I mean? But then they reached out and were like, let's do that show. You know okay. what I mean? Which is so funny. So that was like 2020 had a short film. I was going to do more films. I had uh shows. I was gonna do a lot more shows. I had some shows lined up. It was basically like just pressure, pressure, pressure. And then everything just shut down. You know what I mean? So um, it changed things in that aspect of, where I expected things to elevate, but at the same time, I would not have this record and possibly be sitting here if it wasn't for what happened in 2020. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I could definitely imagine. Well, I mean, at least you, you know, you created an amazing project. So, you you know, that's the upside to that. So, you know, we look forward to just seeing your success again, you know. Um, I know you're looking, you're having, what, three, like, lead singles, correct? Mm -hmm. So it's, I guess, May, July, and August. Okay. And okay. then October's the then big October, day. Yes. Yeah, that's... What are your plans for that? Like, that big date, do you rollout? have, I mean, like... Yeah, the metaphor that I always use is is October 1st is the album release day. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the decision day. That's election day, right? Okay. If I'm running for president, that's the day. And if I, if I don't wake up on that day and I find out, you know, turn on the TV and if I'm not president, mm-hmm. that's my fault. So... I got to do everything in that campaign, and that's why, like, I have records like Mess I Made, which starts in May. You okay. know, that sounds so far away, but the reason why is because I'm doing everything I can to juice these records. These mm. are records that I feel are very strong, and we're going to put them at the forefront of wherever I can. Okay. So that's, that's kind of what I anticipate is just just 
shows, performances, e- events that can be held. I mean, I've done a lot of live stream stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just getting these records out. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Are you planning on doing like any events or anything as far as like a you know like an album release party? Yeah. Or anything like that. I mean, depending on October. I mean, seeing where things are going, it's definitely looking very hopeful. How is it um, out there in, in in Chicago with like? Yeah, I mean, we're we're I think we're a little bit behind New York in terms of like an opening. We don't have an opening date, but I mean, people are kind of. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. You, it is what it is. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. So, um, like for example, I've had people reach out for shows and like, okay. hey, like we can have a event that's like X amount of people here, have it booked, and like literally, you know, contracts on everything. It's just, well, I'm here. I mean, so stuff is happening. So when it comes to October, that rollout. I mean, I definitely have a live event that I'm I'm doing the night before, mm-hmm. where it's you know you have that like hour gap right before an album releases. So like. Everything drops Eastern Standard Time, which yes. here is midnight. Mm-hmm. But for us back home, that's 11 p.m. So what I'm going to do is 10 p.m., start a live stream, youtube.com slash I'm Young Zave. This whole event where, you know, I perform two songs, have an interview, talk about the album, perform another few songs, talk about the album, close it out. And then by the time I close it out, it's 11 p.m., album dropped. It's like that, hey, go check it out. Um, so that's a live event for sure. You don't need people. But in terms of you know, November, I, I, I want to perform this thing, you know, it was made I to know. be performed, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> we definitely will speak about something out here in New York, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, I think hopefully around that time frame, um, yeah. you ever heard of um, SOBs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they should be open. So oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So we, we will definitely speak. We'll <laughs> Let definitely me know. speak. Like I said, always <laughs> eager to hop on a plane. So. <laughs> no, definitely. So um, I just want to say um, thank you again for taking the time being here. So listen, yeah. guys, I, you you better like leave those comments, like those fire emojis, <laughs> yeah. everything. I want to say um, thank you to everybody who's tuning in, watching, um, subscribing, liking. Um, just showing that love, you know, again, where, um, where can everybody find you, find your music, everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so for social media, I'm Young Zave. That's I'm Young XAV. And uh, I mean, just in general, Google me, right? Young Zave. It's all there. The SE, SEO, it's all great. It's all great. So go look it up. Spotify, Apple Music. Not on Spotify. Uh, not on SoundCloud. Not uh, on SoundCloud. Young Zave. Google the man. Google and there's the man, no yeah. reason why you shouldn't be following him. All his information will be in the description box below. So let's make it happen. You already know the vibes. This is your girl V Henny, the artistry. Follow me, V Henny underscore, the artistry NY across all platforms. And yeah, let's do this. Rock out with your cocks out, jam out with your clam out. You dig? <laughs>